Hello, welcome to another episode of the Immediately Know podcast. I'm your host, Marielle Morales, and today I will be discussing one of my favorite times of the year, which is Halloween, and my surrealistic expectations as an immigrant kid. Today's episode is sponsored by all the Hollywood movies that made Halloween seem like the coolest day of the year. And not only from a child's perspective, I will be discussing the holiday through the different stages of a person's life through the eyes of an immigrant, which is me. This episode, I will play the timeline game, beginning with childhood, then secondly, we'll be discussing the preteens, which is like the 9 to 12 year olds, and then we'll follow through the traumatic teens and finishing with the young 20s to early 30s. And I gotta stop there because I haven't made it that far in my timeline, which would require me to then get someone past 30s that's an immigrant that are actually fun and want to discuss the fun times with the world. And I'm not saying that people past 30 are not fun. Hence on why I said and. It's more because the fun ones tend to not want to be seen as fun, but rather mature and adulty. And talking about mature people, what do they usually do? Mm, have kids, which then will allow us to start with this circle of life or rather the trick-or-treating circle of Halloween. Well, let's talk about the childhood years. I was born in South America, so for more than I want to make this episode super relatable to all my North American friends, I was born and raised down there, which in reality it meant that we were behind by a few years in terms of technology, media, and even customs. For me personally, I did not really know about Halloween that much. We already dressed up for carnival season, which for most of my childhood, I thought that was Halloween. And since it was always warm back home, I did not really have a sense of time or seasons as we only had sun and rain instead of summer, fall, winter, you know? And so the more I grew, I realized two things. One, that I was more excited about Christmas. And the second, it was that we never went trick-or-treating. And I I honestly had no idea what that was. Halloween, it's called Noche de Brujas back home, which it translates to Witch's Night. And as a kid, nobody wants to go out when the viejas chismosas are out in the street. Like, those gossipy old ladies, we all had those in our neighborhood. To be quite honest, in South America, back in the 90s, the costume selections wasn't the greatest either. I ended up being three things most of the time. One, I was a witch, okay? Which then got me my infamous nickname in my family. Thanks, mom. The second was a princess, which it was really the no-brand version of any Disney princess. So really, I was looking like Cinderella's stepsisters most of the time. (laughs) The third, I was a freaking pirate. At least Johnny Depp won that trial. I will be taking my parents to court shortly for the emotional distress the pictures of my old costumes have caused me in adulthood. Mom and dad, you will be hearing from my legal team soon. And like I said, if you found yourself like me in the late 90s being a kid in South America, you perhaps will remember how Halloween went. It was usually on a weekday, you had to go to school in a costume your parents bought, or sometimes a last-minute outfit your mom put together because they forgot So you have to spend the whole day explaining who you are to the people in your class because no kid knows who Ricky Martin is unless their mom was as obsessed as yours. After school, your parents will take you home. And then if you have a more westernized family, so those who had European descent parents, uh, you would come home to some Halloween decoration 
perhaps even some treats or candies, and my mom would make us popcorn. We would watch whatever movie Disney Channel was playing at the time, and, um, you know, it was like a fun time, but I would always watch how fun Halloween seemed in these movies. Y'all got me dreaming of trick-or-treating, fall weather, sweaters, hot chocolate, like cute costumes, and haunted houses, and all the beautiful colors of the fall season. Can you imagine watching a, watching a movie like Hocus Pocus with super cool Halloween party, the Bridgerton costumes, the witches, the fall leaves, and the low-key cringy but cute love story of the high school kids? Then you finish the movie and realize a few things. Like, you live in Venezuela, the leaves are green year-round, only cold weather is if you take a trip up the mountains, and the only trick-or-treating that happens is when somebody comes knocking on your car door asking for your wallet and phone, and the trick is in the guns that knock on the window. It's more like Russian roulette. No, no wonder... Most of my friends' parents loved gambling. And so I continue to grow watching more and more of those movies, wishing that one day I'll get to be like one of those kids. And like the pussycat doll said, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Which then takes me to my preteens. Whoa, whoa. How time flew by. At this point in my life, I remember my parents saying that there is a possibility that we might move. And I, being the child that I was, and Loki still is, was thinking that we were moving to a cute house so I could finally have the puppy that I've been asking Santa for the past four years, but it instead brought me a sister. Mm, not sure if there was like a miscommunication on my letter. My grammar was not the best back then, but oh well, you know, I may do with what I got. At least I didn't have to potty train her. However... My parents were waiting for the best time to break the news for us. And it wasn't until Justin Bieber became famous in Latin America that they decided to tell us that we were moving to Canada. <sighs> Guys, let me explain to you how they worded this to my 10-year-old self and my 7-year-old sister. They basically said, we have really good news, guys. In a few months, we will be moving to... Justin Bieber's house! Cue the obnoxious screams me and my sister produced, only to have been surprised once we arrived to Canada that one, Justin Bieber now lived in California, and two, why the fuck is it so cold here? Who let the freezer open in this place? Have you guys ever heard of a hydro bill? I have never seen the heater option of a car work before that January morning. And how are people sleeping in the streets? I really believe that these poor people were Santa's elves and that they were immune to the cold. The struggle. But it wasn't until late September, once I was a bit more immersed into the Canadian culture, that I started seeing and reading more about Halloween. I remember seeing the posters and events at my school, all the kids discussing their costumes and the parties they were going to. And honestly... I caught some of it, but my English was very limited, so I did not have many friends at first. But not to fret. I have always been a person to have fun by myself, and later on I made friends with people who even after 10 years I still keep in touch with and love them dearly. And so, 
my very first trick-or-treating experience was very humbling. And <laughs> just remembering it, like, it made me a bit teary because it's insane to think how much I have grown and how much I've lived. But that Halloween day, my parents and I went to the dollar store to buy last-minute costumes for my sister and I. Obviously, because it was very last minute, there was not a ton of options, but my parents always had so much imagination and they just wanted to be special for us. So they got me a witch hat and yes, very themed with my past costumes. And yes, I will be discussing this with the judge for further evidence. <laughs> they ended up getting my sister a princess crown. And before you all say, why did my sister get to be a princess and not me? Well, I got a big ass head, okay? And the plastic tiara was not gonna fit my big head. Anyways, plastic or not, those were our official American dream Halloween costumes. That night, we grabbed our thickest jacket because it always rains in Canada on Halloween. It's also so freaking cold, and that night, it snowed. We grabbed our pillowcases and went out onto our neighborhood saying our own versions of trick or treat. Trust me. The jackets weren't as thick as our accents back then. So it sounded more like tricotree than anything, but it was the greatest night ever. I was shocked how easy it was to fill up our pillowcases with free food. I stashed so much candy and chips in there. We were still eating those for New Year's. And our costumes were so bad, but I feel like people gave us extra candy because they could see the struggle we would go through trying to explain that I was a good witch and that my sister was the evil princess. Mm. They would laugh, and I think it was because they understood me saying that I was a good bitch, and <laughs> because my sister kept saying she was a bad princess, as she didn't know the word evil yet. But those are the struggles that I now look back at, and I can laugh and cherish them, because we'll all struggle at learning any language, okay? Especially the people who only know one language. Nobody was born speaking. We were all dumb as babies at one point. So, hmm. remember when you could only make sounds starting with A, okay? That will humble you. Anyways, but Halloween's only got better from then on, which takes me to my next, the traumatic teenage years. And no, I was in no way traumatized as a teenager, but I say traumatic teens because when we were teenagers, somehow we think the word traumatized is the greatest and funniest thing ever. If you are a teenager or if you have a teenager at home, please count how many times a day you say or hear, oh my God, I'm traumatized. It's like a dumb expression I used in order to describe anything embarrassing or cheeky funny. Anyways, Halloween as a teenager was best described by Lisa Lohan in the movie Mean Girls. In girl world, Halloween is the one night a year when a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it. Okay, but... Who can argue with that logic? And to be quite honest, I was the most excited about Halloween during my teenage years. Because for once, I finally spoke and understood English enough to carry out good conversations, and I finally had a group of friends who I adored and that were down to party. I will be further discussing my party times in high school on a different episode, so make sure you have your notifications on for future episode releases. This time, Halloween was looking more and more like in the movies. I was excited to attend my first party, all dressed up with my best friends, and to be honest, it was everything I've expected until the police came to shut it down because dumb kids were drinking outside and underage drinking is not what the law would want to see. 
and as a kid of immigrant parents, the struggle to get permission to attend the party was excruciating enough. But now add the struggle of asking permission to go literally anywhere because you're the firstborn girl in your household. And now imagine the lecture after having to ask my dad to pick me and my friends up an hour after he dropped us off at the party because the police came to shut it down and we didn't want to get arrested. And if you have an immigrant dad, you know that they don't like Ubering around dropping people off, especially at night or during football season. But I continued to go to these Halloween parties, hopefully expecting one of them to be something closer to a Project X party. But again, you'll hear more about it on the upcoming party episode. My teenage years were full of joy. I learned and lived so many things and experiences that helped me shape me into the person that I am today. And so many lessons learned that back then, I thought that life was hard or unfair. But now looking back, I am so grateful for those unfortunate events that happened because it helped me not make the same mistakes once I enter my current life stage, which is my 20s to 30s stage. And boy, do I love this stage in my life. Halloween has never been sweeter. Yes, especially since I can now drink wine and can it taste better when you get to buy the ones you actually like and not just weeding them out of your trick-or-treating bag. It does help that I'm short enough that I can wear a mask and still go trick-or-treating. So free candy for life. I knew being the shortest in my class would eventually pay off. In my early 20s, I went to the stickiest Halloween events. Whether it was in university or a company events for the companies I worked for, Halloween had a more sophisticated yet raunchy feel to it. When I first moved out of my parents' home for university, the first thing I did, and I have no shame in saying it, was prepare my costume so I could go trick-or-treating by myself, and I did. I even called my mom after to show her my stash. And in a very cool way, I went out with my friends and celebrated and be cool, okay? Because lamely, that's all I wanted to be until I met a group of friends that were as silly and nerdy as me. Sadly... All my friends were taller, so no trick-or-treating with them, but that's okay because it meant that I never had to share my stash. This time, the first time that I went out for Halloween, I had to cross the border to the province of Quebec because the drinking age over there is 18. And obviously, who wants to wait an extra year when you can take an Uber and party, okay? What I imagined in that Uber was... Once we get there to the club, it will be so cool. And we're going to witness a dance-off between two groups like they did in White Chicks. And we will have drinks and dance to really cool music. And then we will take cute bathroom pictures. And by midnight, we will be going home. Well, let's just say that was the most unrealistic expectation of clubbing anyone has ever had. The night did not go like that at all. It rather ended with us at the pizza place across the street eating a slice at 3 a.m., struggling to get an Uber back, and two people from my party falling asleep on the chairs inside of the pizza place. However, the following Halloween, it was I was a bit older, I was legal in my province, so we ended up clubbing at a place closer to home. Obviously, I did not miss my trick-or-treating session earlier than nine. I decided to be a football player so I could wear a long sleeve under the jersey. But that didn't make much of a difference since I was barely wearing pants. Like, come on, guys. Regina George would have not approved pants on Halloween. However, that time we did have a bomb time. 
We went home at a reasonable hour, so just in time for breakfast at 6 a.m. And I didn't have a headache in the morning. But I think it was because I went to sleep in the morning. Now that I think about it, closer to mid-20s, I started viewing Halloween less from a kid's point of view and more from an adult point of view. And that perhaps happened because everyone around me started having kids, which meant that my friends were not down to act like kids anymore. Which I guess he meant that I had to grow up too. The cool part about going out with your friends with kids on Halloween is that kids don't really know yet which candies they like. So you could easily do a bit of quality control with the parents and take the ones that you like without the whole effort of dressing up and knocking on doors. And the trick is to say that the candy is spicy. They won't doubt you for a second. Thank me later. Growing up, also meant that I had to start going to the optional company events like Halloween parties. Let me tell you, there was nothing fun about seeing all of your 50-year-old co-workers and your boss get drunk while dressed like people you have no clue about. It was like playing a weird game of guess who. However, as the night went on, I learned multiple life lessons like never get married, divorce sucks, Sex after 40 is still a thing. Don't trust your neighbors with your vegetable garden. And don't use box dye on your eyebrows right before a party. The people that I met on those company parties were completely different people from the ones that I worked with. Everyone showed a sillier side to them and that made it really fun. But for now, I feel like the perfect Halloween was the one that I spent during the pandemic. I was wearing a cute fussy onesie, watching horror movies, having popcorn, and cuddling my dog. It really took me back to Halloween as a kid. The fact that I dreamed of experiencing what they did in those movies back then, it was very nice to be able to channel back to that feeling and be able to reflect on all the experiences I've had since then. Maybe the wine also helped a little with that. And while I did really enjoy this episode and sharing my crazy immigrant expectations of the perfect Halloween, I do have to get back and finish sewing my costume because... Your girl is making her onesie extra cozy this year. You didn't think I was going out, did you? This is a family show. (laughs) Or is it? Anyways, as per usual, I will be ending my podcast with a positive quote. No matter how absurd others might make you feel about the dreams that you have, believe that no dream is too big and no challenge is too hard for you. You are capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Dream big stay strong, and always remember to be true to yourself and that the only opinion that should matter is your own. Love you all so hard, take care of yourselves, and I'll hear you in the next episode. Bye-bye!